Episode 29, The Podcast Strikes Back. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, two idiots began a channel podcast leaning solely on its guests to provide actual value for its appreciated listening audience. Before going on hiatus, this week's guest is sure to again provide quality insight. But can these two idiots deliver some redeemable value of their own? An insulting introduction looms. Hey everyone, it's another edition of the Channel Partners Podcast, Coffee with Craig and Kevin. I'm Craig Galbraith, Executive Editor of Channel Partners. Joining me is always the man who, like Rudolph, has a red nose this time of year, Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? <laughs> Craig, I'm doing well. Another outstanding intro, uh, my friend, Mr. Galbraith. Should I call you CG? P.O. As uh, The Last Jedi just came out, and, uh, you know, holiday season, new Star Wars movie. I mean, what could beat that, right? I like it. I like it. Very timely reference. Uh, so are you the K2M2 in this uh, scenario? I could be. It's a reach, but I'm going to give it to you. I, I definitely could be the <laughs> K2M2. Uh, we were talking just before we got started here. I don't believe I've seen a Star Wars movie since, what was it, about 83 when Return of the Jedi came out? Wow, Craig. you got to get with the times. You can probably skip episodes 1, 2, and 3 that were released in the early 2000s. Uh, they weren't very good. Maybe maybe Revenge of the Sith was pretty good, but A Force Awakens, or The Force Awakens, was an excellent film. So you're saying somewhat like our listeners, or the majority of them, have skipped episodes 1 through 28 of our podcast? Correct, but this one is going to be great, just like The Force Awakens. Well, you're yes. looking forward to the holidays, my friend. I'm sure you uh, have some big plans this coming week. I sure do. I sure do. You know, finalizing some things with uh, with our clients and going to be heading back up to Pennsylvania again, like we did for Thanksgiving, to see uh, both sets of parents, the in-laws and my folks. And uh, my brother and his wife are coming into town. So always a good time uh, celebrating the holidays uh, with the family. How about you, Craig? First of all, Pennsylvania, you know, you've seen the commercial. That's where pencils go on vacation. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Classic serial commercial there, my friend. Uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, sticking around in town here in Phoenix, uh, spending time with the in-laws. Uh, so that's going to be a good time, as always. Going to eat some good food, and it's going to be very similar to Thanksgiving. I got a chance to go up and see my parents up in Washington here a couple weeks ago, so got in a little holiday time with them as well. Oh, you always got to split the time with a different set of folks, right? You got to keep it even. You know it, Absolutely. And you know, Craig, speaking of the holidays, I figured we should do a quick pivot and thank our audience here again for another outstanding year here at Channel Partners. Um, I'm sure they all had great years as well, and, and we just want to say thank you so much for listening, the four or five of you out there that might listen regularly. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't express that uh, any more succinctly, clearly. And uh, as well as you did, Kevin, everyone who listens to our podcast, everyone who uh, works with us throughout the year on the Channel Partners brand and the Channel Partners Conference and Expo and Channel Partners Evolution. We appreciate all of you. You know, Craig, you certainly have that right. Just uh, I know we gave a, a little run through of the year on our last podcast, but again, we had our largest spring show, gearing up for an even larger one uh, this coming spring. We had our largest Channel Partners Evolution show in Austin, uh, which was a smashing success. And then also we launched our partnership officially with Channel Futures, which are the uh, IT channel brands from Penton, you know, MSP Mentor, which everybody knows, the VAR guy. 
Talking Cloud. And, you know, it's going to be a real game changer in 2018 when they're bringing their audience to our events and we're hopefully bringing our audience to their uh, various media platforms. And certainly the mind share between our two collaborative properties will change the channel ecosystem, my friend. <laughs> it most certainly will. It most <laughs> certainly will. I, I, I heard some buzzwords in there, I think, Greg. I think you did. Maybe we'll talk about those again uh, a little bit later. Yeah, looking forward to that. Hey, buddy, you know, I hate to do this to you. I don't think I've ever stepped away from our podcast in the middle, but uh, it is the Coffee with Craig and Kevin podcast, and, and my coffee cup is empty, so I need to go fill it up. Do you mind? Oh, of course not, Craig. Not at all. You know, you think he'd fill his cup before we record the podcast? I mean, we've been on, what, all of three minutes? Whatever. <laughs> Um, Craig? No, Kevin. This is the ghost of Channel Past. What am I, being hashtag Ebenezered over here? You know, what are you doing here, ghost? I am here to take your partner listeners on a tour of Channel History. Oh, like the old Dickens yarn. Who? What? Ah, uh, never mind, ghost. Obviously not an English major. My transgressions from the past include not reading beyond the third grade level. Now let's go back in time. What? Wait, who? Where are we? You're in an office, Kevin. You're looking at a bunch of people at their desks on the phone. Oh, yeah, you got that right, Ghost. I remember those days before so many people worked from home, using their landline VoIP phones or just their cell phones. Wait a minute, there's someone that just took a call while on the road and has to scramble back to the office to send an email. Man, that was horrible, when there was no cloud, no unified communications. It was a simpler time, one that was pretty lucrative for the telco agent partner. Emphasis there on the word was, Kevin. As you know, times, they are a change. I sink like a stone, the times, they are a change. What? How Bob Dylan bogart my dream sequence? Anyway, as you can see, business in the past was very good. But it won't stay that way for partners that are stuck selling legacy services. Whatever, ghost. These guys all look pretty happy selling this stuff, I gotta tell ya. And they were, but you will soon see that this is unsustainable if partners want to evolve their businesses. Soon see? What do you mean? Ah, hey Kevin, sorry about that. I'm back with my refilled Java now and ready to go. Wow, Craig. Uh, way to live up to the podcast name there, getting your cup during podcasts. I'm sure our audience loved that. Well, I'll try not to do that again. Sorry, buddy. As usual, you missed all kinds of important things. All right. Anyway, it's time to welcome our guest onto the show, I believe, Kevin. Why don't we welcome in one of our pre-planned guests into the show here to provide some value to our listeners, Mr. Hartland Ross, who's the founder and president of eBridge Marketing Solutions and the host broker. How are you doing today, Hartland? I'm doing fantastically well, thank you. How are you guys? Doing well, doing well. Doing well. You're joining us from Vancouver, BC, is that right? I am, and uh, never snows uh, here. Well, I shouldn't say never, but rarely. And uh, today's our first uh, snow day. And quite a blizzard out, so uh, we're, we're kicking off the season uh, here with a bang. As it should be this time of year, right? Could you kick things off, Hartland, by telling our audience a little bit about yourself, maybe, and what eBridge Marketing Solutions and the host broker are all about? 
Yeah, sure. Um, we started about um, 18 or so years ago, and in the earlier days, um, started uh, really working a lot with uh, the web hosting community, and 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 that sort of evolved over time to to really becoming something a little bit more broad than than simply just the the hosting space, but but including really IT service uh, providers in general. So. Uh, at this point, we have um, two sides of our business. We have uh, that focused on the, the marketing side, so we're helping our clients to grow organically. And, and then the other side is uh, through the host broker is focused on uh, growing our clients uh, through uh, acquisition opportunities and also helping those who are interested in exiting uh, find a, a solution, find a buyer for, uh, for their customer or uh, their, their business in many cases. Uh, so really, um, the focus is, is working with IT service providers in general, and uh, those are going to include hosters, but they're also going to include data centers and MSPs and uh, VARs uh, in ISVs, as well as um, IT uh, security firms and infrastructure providers. Arlen, thanks for that background. And focusing on the IT marketing space, could you tell us what you see as the greatest marketing challenge in the IT services industry moving forward? You know, I'm looking at it through our lens, right? It may be uh, certainly my opinion and maybe uh, there's some other aspects, but what we see from a marketing perspective uh, time and time again is this uh, lack of differentiation. So it's it's hard uh, in the space to demonstrate how you're different than uh, than the uh, incumbents, and so I would suggest that that that's a you know area that we're continuing to uh, to focus on, and and really uh, differentiation ultimately leads to uh, strategy decisions, right? So uh, those are going to have implications for. Uh, the messaging that you're uh, using on your site and other uh, collateral, which also is going to then have implications for, for tactical decisions. So uh, who are we trying to reach? Uh, what solutions are we trying to offer those, uh, those customers? Uh, where are we trying to reach them? Where may be digital strategy versus uh, a more traditional uh, route for, for marketing? And really, you know, our feedback is to always provide an area of focus, and that focus uh, can vary, but it could be geographical in nature, could be uh, specific industries that you're focused on, or uh, technical expertise that you may uh, bring to the table to, to solve uh, specific uh, challenges. So yeah, I think that that's probably in this space uh, the, the challenge that we see, and, and, and that challenge hasn't gotten any easier. On the other hand, there's been a fair bit of consolidation as well, which is you know, another uh, interesting aspect. I wanted to ask you about recurring revenue because this is one issue that's probably tripping up a lot of partners from getting into selling some more advanced services because it's involving a, a change to their business model. So maybe you could give our audience a few tips on how to build a recurring revenue stream versus selling, you know, one-time transactional services. Yeah, I think the bar community, the uh, MSPs, and and perhaps um, some degree the, the telco space as well has really kind of been reinventing itself here now for some time. And I, I think that uh, the jury's still out in terms of uh, what this is going to look like longer term. Uh, but really, uh, the, the move is um, away from these uh, transactional type of engagement to just something that's, that's more ongoing. Uh, not only does that provide some certainty to the vendors themselves uh, from a revenue standpoint, uh, but ultimately, frankly, uh, there's additional value that's created uh, if and when uh, that uh, vendor decides that they want to sell uh, themselves. The, the implications are uh, in this 
discussion. As you said uh, uh, here, Craig, the implications for customer profile, uh, the, the solutions, the product mix that's being offered. At this point, there are so many uh, recurring revenue model uh, vendors, those with uh, SaaS uh, models that are looking to align themselves with providers of one sort or another. And so these are going to be collaboration tools like Office 365, uh, but, but others that are emerging. Uh, for instance, uh, you know, I was at a conference uh, months ago and Dropbox is there and so they're now trying to uh, align themselves with the community. Um, CRM solutions are making a presence, uh, a number of them, Zoho has uh, got a, a good presence, um, QuickBooks Online, of course there's uh, tr more, more traditional uh, ideas around uh, desktop support and recurring uh, contracts. Uh, backup uh, solutions, disaster recovery are, are some of the more mainstream ones but um, ultimately there's there's value in these contracts, uh, these uh, customer contracts, and to, to try to encourage uh, customers to uh, engage with you in these contracts and providing incentives by, by uh, providing discounts uh, if they were to sign up for, for you know, a year or, or multi-year uh, contracts is going to move you in that direction. And you may even be, wish to be as, so bold as to decline opportunities that don't fit that model uh, and uh, encourage customers to, to move in that direction. Great analysis there, Heartland. And, you know, on the flip side of compensation and even the services themselves, you know, another thing that partners are always looking for is quality support from their vendors. And you know, what can you offer up to our audience as to what vendors can begin doing to better support their partners? We've had a number of discussions on both sides of the fence. And, and time and time again, there's uh, a lot of finger pointing, but if we look at the decision maker, or the, the client, if you like, so in other words, uh, the channel partner, their feedback is consistently that they want their jobs to be made easier. So, so fundamentally, it's what can you do to support these partners in making it easier for them to ultimately provide your solutions to their end customers? And there's a number of answers here, but there's there's obviously uh, there's the technical uh, aspects, which is really speaks to an integration piece. Is there an API or uh, some other integration aspects that will streamline that that process from a billing standpoint, from a communication standpoint, a support sales standpoint, and and, and then it goes beyond that, right? So looking at being a resource for uh, partners. And that may be uh, joining them in sales calls, either physically in person or uh, supporting them on a, on a phone call, providing partner portals, uh, creating a collateral for them in, in some um, form or another. So that may be white papers, for instance, it may be case studies, but providing them with uh, material, especially in the earlier days when they may not have uh, their own uh, stories to tell. Uh, they're going to need to leverage stories that have been uh, generated through other partners or through uh, the uh, the provider, the vendor directly. And you may also uh, wish to to consider going a little bit further than that and and look at uh, you know co-op funds, for instance, and tiering that type of thing. So, so sharing some of the the costs associated with marketing, and of course you need to to wrap some terms around what that would look like. The, and then the the other one, which may or may not be a fit in all instances, but uh, you know providing some kind of recognition for for top performing partners. You know, if there's some kind of uh, annual retreat that's done, uh, you could recognize those uh, publicly there or uh, certainly through through other forms of communication. Kevin's not too familiar with being top performing, so I'm sure he'll be listening uh, quite a bit there. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure, Craig. Thanks. <laughs> Couldn't resist. 
Heartland, with this being the last podcast here for 2017, why don't you talk a little bit about partner growth opportunities uh, coming up here in the next year? Well, I don't think the two main areas are really going to be any different next year or any time uh, ever, but uh, the, the two areas that we're obviously focused on here, and again, looking at this from, from uh, strictly from our perspective, but we've got marketing and 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 that's a uh, more of a uh, organic growth process that that's slower and uh, however it's controlled right so you're going to be acquiring customers incrementally you're more likely going to have a, a homogeneous customer base because if you're targeting particular industries or geographically then you're going to be able to grow uh, sort of systematically uh, in that space and it'll be a strategic decision uh, more easily uh, managed uh, customer base so you know I think um, marketing will always uh, play a role uh, the challenge these days is that it's more likely than not that that business will be stolen uh, business in other words trying to convince uh, customers to engage with you versus the current uh, solution which it may be uh, uh, you know another provider uh, of course there will, will be options where uh, it may be new demand, a new company, or they may have been doing something in-house, but uh, likely it, it'll end up uh, convincing them to uh, to engage with you. So organic is going to continue to to play a role. I, I think the the one that is really um, kind of kicking it up uh, here consistently, and and the stats are are showing this, is the M&A side, where growing through acquisition, buying an, another customer base, uh, seems to be increasingly attractive it's it's faster it's probably uh, less expensive uh, downsides of course is that it requires capital and and sort of the opposite of what I was saying from an organic perspective that it, it was more likely to result in a more of a heterogeneous customer base so you can't control necessarily the technology or the industry or uh, geography potentially in some cases although that would that would certainly vary but uh, you know I think that uh, keeping your pedal on both of these uh, some will have a preference for one over the other, but some considerations on both sides. And I, I would encourage those who are doing uh, one to to uh, explore uh, the other, particularly on the M&A side, which I think uh, is, is one that uh, people tend to not uh, provide as much uh, attention to. Well, Heartland, that was great stuff. Uh, why don't you tell our audience where they can find you uh, if they're looking for more information from you and some thought leadership on, on marketing and M&A uh, moving forward? Yeah, happy to, to, to chat and have some uh, exploratory calls and discuss a little bit more about your situation if you're interested. And uh, feel free to reach out. Our website is eBridgeMarketingSolutions.com. A little bit of a long one, but again, eBridgeMarketingSolutions with an S.com. And I'm Heartland at eBridgeMarketingSolutions.com. Heartland is H-A-R-T-L-A-N-D. And we're Pacific Time. Happy to chat. Thanks so much for joining us, Heartland. Excellent. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have a Merry Christmas. Thanks. You, you well. too. All right. Really good stuff there from Hartland. Good to talk with him. And uh, he was another international guest there, Kevin. We've had him on from Belgium and Australia before, and now we uh, moved over to Canada. Oh, Canada, my Canada, Craig. Got to love that. All right, Kevin. Uh, I hate to do this to you again, but uh, filling up my coffee cup, let's just say I, I need to step away again. Uh, sorry about that. Is that okay? I mean, what other choice do I have, Craig? Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll come back better than ever. Hey, just hang on a couple minutes, okay? I mean, this dude has a baby bladder. I mean, in the middle of a podcast?
Um, you know, sometimes he does it live. I mean, he's just always, always running away. Greg? Ghost of Channel Past? Is that you again? You, you got, got it half right, right, Kevin. Kevin. This, this is, is the, the Ghost, Ghost of, of Channel, Channel present. Wow, you sound like a real nerd. But uh, are you here to offer some advice to you? Well, not to you, although you probably need it more than our podcast listeners do. I'm here to take you on a tour of Channel Present, so buckle up. Wow, insulting me on the podcast. That's new. What are you, taking lessons from Craig stuck in the bathroom? Anyway, Ghost, uh, I can see the whole channel from up here. Over there, I can see all of the agents and VARs selling a variety of cloud services, and there's a line of them going into the first channel bank to deposit all of the recurring revenue that they're making each month. The present really seems to be good for the partner community there, Ghost. Yes, yes but, but you're, you're on the, the good, good side, side of the tracks, tracks Kevin. Kevin. Let's, Let's fly, fly over, over here. here. Sure thing, dork. I see that it's not all roses for these partners. What happened? These, These are, are the, the partners, partners who decided, decided they didn't, didn't want to make, make their, their businesses better. No, no unified communications and collaboration sales. Only very limited cloud sales. Only pack-and-ship data center sales. They're watching their competition leave them behind. They could be making so much more money, but instead decided it's not worth their time. And meantime, Mr. President, all of their existing customers are demanding more sophisticated services, and they don't have the knowledge to provide them. That's, That's right, right, Kevin. They, they just, just assume they can hang on to those legacy customers. customers. But they're, they're choosing partners that are more adept at providing new technology. technology. Well, at least it seems a lot of those partners are doing well. For now, Kevin. For now. For now? What do you mean there, Mr. President? All right, Kevin, I'm back. Sorry about that uh, brief delay. Anything uh, go on while I was away? Well, I wouldn't call it brief, Craig, but yeah, a lot's gone on since you're away. I'm being visited by the ghosts of Channel Past and Present. It's like I'm in the Dickensian tale. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, Kevin's been hitting the eggnog a little early there. You know, normally I'd agree with you, but this time uh, I'm really telling you the truth. Uh, there's some, some freaky stuff going on in this podcast. Yeah, okay, whatever. Let's move on, buddy. Enough of your crackpot tales. All right, as you know, Kevin, I love buzzwords, so in keeping with the present, it's time for what will undoubtedly be my favorite segment of the year. These are the Coffee with Craig and Kevin Top 5 Channel Buzzwords of 2017. Y'all ready for this? Oh, yeah, Craig! This is going to be phenomenal, impactful. We're about to deep dive into the top five channel buzzwords. We're thinking outside of the box and really getting down to our core competency and, uh, you know, figuring out how we can have some corporate synergy uh, with all these buzzwords, Craig. I see what you did there, Kevin. But as a channel inspir leader, I unfortunately have to tell you that none of those you just mentioned actually cracked the top five. Aw, oh, man. And here I thought I was being very disruptive. All right, Kevin. So without further ado, let's get these disruptive top five buzzwords rolling. Game changer. Four. Pivot. Three. Ecosystem. Two. Mindshare. And number one. Thought leadership. You know, Craig, as I like to say, wow, that was some phenomenal stuff, Craig. 
We should note that each of those top five uh, buzzwords were said earlier in this podcast, serendipitously. Ah, a vocabulary word there to go with our buzzwords. And I'm sure we will hear some of those buzzwords again in 2018. But I tell you, Kevin, I do look forward to the new ones that come out next year. Oh, jeez, Kevin. All right, so for those of you who don't know, we don't actually have a, a Craig and Kevin podcast studio. We do this from home, from opposite sides of the country. So, you know, these interruptions happen, and the, the latest one is my dog. He now needs yeah. to go outside, Kevin. I, I'm sorry about that. Can you, Do you mind if I step away one more time? Go right ahead. I mean, what else is going to happen on this podcast? I mean, that dog owns him. Frank literally owns him. He's not a dog owner. He's owned by a dog. At this rate, I don't know if we're going to finish this before 2018. Oh boy, not again. I really hope this is the ghost of Channel Sizzling Bacon. No, Kevin, this is the ghost of Channel Yet to Come. I gotta tell you, Mr. YTC, you sound a lot like the ghost of Channel Past. What are you, twinsies? Not all of us can be the man of a thousand voices like you, Kevin. I can't do Sean Connery, for goodness sake. So don't expect that much from me. Sean Connery doesn't hear ghosts. Oh, you're darn right, I won't expect anything from you. All right, now that we've heard from Sean, I guess I've got to ask, what do you got for me, ghost? You should know how this works by now, Kevin. Sheesh. Wow, Ghost of Channel Future. This is some amazing stuff. I'm seeing signals bouncing off of literally everything. That garbage can over there has more signals going through it than my brain does. This looks like an IoT-connected world. You're smarter than everyone has told me, Kevin. You're looking down on a smart city, and partners helped build this, selling mobility and IoT solutions. I don't know why you feel the need to insult me, uh, just like your counterparts, but this truly is the future, Ghost. But I remember back in the present that there were a lot of partners who were resistant to selling this new technology. What's become of them? They were thrown into the pit of misery, Kevin. A little bit of afterlife humor there. Dilly dilly. Touche, Kevin. Let's find those partners about whom you ask. Ooh. It doesn't look good for them, Ghost. That's right. Those are out of business signs you see swaying in the wind. Looks like those partners ignored the advancements in new technology, I presume. Mobility. Cloud, IoT, they're all critical in this future world. Not, Not to, to mention, mention security, security, Kevin. Security, security is wrapped into all of these solutions. It was, it was a prime opportunity that these partner businesses passed on. Thus, they had to shut their doors. And there were other opportunities they missed out on, too, like vertical markets. These partners could have become specialists in healthcare solutions or financial services, hospitality, and open new lines of business. It's almost as if you read this before starting this podcast, Kevin. You're absolutely correct. But fortunately, this is just a look into what's yet to come. And like Doc Emmett Brown from Back to the Future, channel partners have a chance to keep this scene from becoming a reality. All right, I'm back, Kevin. Sorry about that. I promise that's the last time I'm going to break away. Uh, got any final message for our listeners? 
You know, Craig, after being visited again, uh, I feel like I'm going crazy over here. I got to tell you, the opportunity for the channel in 2018 is limitless. As long as you're getting involved in these new digital technologies, researching your vertical markets, and, you know, all the other things that our listeners are going to hear from these ghosts. I'm assuming that their voice is translated onto this podcast. I really hope so, because otherwise, I'm just nuts. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about, my friend, but uh, I can tell you that you are well informed and you got your information from somewhere so uh nice job there and we want to take this time again to thank all of you for a great 2017 hope you'll be listening again in 2018 and just a reminder if you want to listen to the entire archive of coffee with craig and kevin podcasts we've been doing this almost two years now uh you can search for channel partners online on itunes and uh you'll find us there thank you everyone happy holidays safe travels and have a ton of fun over the new year so long, everybody. Bye, Craig. Bye, ghosts. There's something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call?